And I called Red Bank and I spoke with the, Dr. McCleary, who's Muskie's doctor. And I said, what happened with that ferret from that pet store will never happen again. Period. about ferrets and other exotic pets. Today I'm with Matty, the author of My Name is Muskie, the amazing book about ferrets. Please enjoy. Hello everyone, my name is Matty Giuliano. I am the chaplain of the Monmouth County SPCA in Eatontown, New Jersey, and I am the very, very, very proud author of My Name is Muskie, a ferret story. Uh, uh, Big favorite amongst lots of the listeners, I Sure. <laughs> my, it's 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 one of the one of the most wonderful things I've ever done in my life is writing this book, mm-hmm. being able to share Muskie's story with everyone, and to have uh, legions of musketeers, Muskie mm. fans from all over the world. Uh, this is uh, truly an, an incredible blessing, and I'm so proud to be part of 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 everything that Muskie has helped to provide. Yeah, it's weird. I'm almost proud to even be seeing it happen and I'm not even involved it's just like I love having um media out there about ferrets because it's just so rare to find anything that has a ferret in it and then that yours is such a sweet story and that you've built this community around it is just amazing like well you know I I can't even take any credit other than I bought a book but it's just like (laughs) (laughs) a person's community around this you know (laughs) I tell everyone all the time, to a large degree, uh, that the, this was an accident uh, yeah. to, to a, a certain extent. I adopted Muskie, uh, and I absolutely fell in love with Muskie, and mm. I, I developed such a warm, loving relationship with this little two-pound ferret <laughs> that it inspired me to write the book. Um, and then obviously, well, then what happens to the book? What do you do with it? Where does it go from here? And yeah. it's blossomed. It's taken off like a rocket. Uh, and at first I said, all right, look, you're going to write a book. You, you submit it to a periodical, a Reader's Digest, and, and that's it. Um, little did I know at the time that I had landed in a niche market. Uh, because like you had said, there's so little media out there about the ferrets. There's so many, yeah. so few publications out there about ferrets that I, I had an audience that was uh, foaming at the mouth for something ferret related. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, was, that wasn't my intention. It's not as if like I said, wow, let me find a space <laughs> somewhere in this universe for me to fit a book and write a story about it. No, yeah, this, no. it came from the heart and it is what it is. And, and I'm, I'm very, very fortunate and blessed to have found such a wonderful uh, community that's so receiving of everything that Muskie, uh, Muskie does. Mm. They love it. <laughs> you just go and look at it. And everyone loves it. Um, I wasn't originally going to ask this, but now I do want to because um, I don't know. It just interests me. Would you like to see more ferret books out there by other people? Like, about... would I like to see it? Uh, yeah. From a business, from a business perspective, no. absolutely not. This yeah. is my market, and I'm not sharing. Um, <laughs> uh, somebody, you know, it's so funny. Somebody had actually asked me uh, because I am the you know. 
there are only a there's not a large uh, a great deal of people that do what I do in terms of being an animal chaplain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am the only one who is assigned to working with uh, uh, on a regular basis with an animal welfare agency, strictly and specifically in the capacity as chaplain. Um, and somebody had actually, I, I don't know if there was an article about me, whatever it was, uh, they had sent me an email and uh, they said, you know, I really love what it is that you do. I would love the opportunity to do the same thing. Can you give me some help or guidance as mm-hmm. to how I could pursue uh, uh, following in your footsteps? And he clicked and, delete. <laughs> and I, yeah, well, close, no, I not wrote, really. I, not really. I, I, wrote, I started the conversation with, you know, dear Samantha, uh, thank you so much for your kind and gracious words. But how I became the chaplain and got the job that I got is my dirty little secret, and I'm not sharing it with anybody. Have a nice day. Bam. <laughs> then I wrote her back and said, <laughs> I just had to send that because the opportunity was so awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would love to see uh, other ferret books out there because what's what's different most ones, obviously. Yeah. Very um, different. And I want, obviously, I, I, Musky, I want Musky to continue to be the ferret trailblazer. Don't get of me course. wrong. But um, I would like to see it because I've absolutely fell in love with this species. Uh, you know, this is a business, don't get me wrong, uh, but it's not my business. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this isn't, I didn't, it's not as if that I say to myself, I can't feed the family this week because I didn't sell enough books or I didn't sell enough stuffed animals or, or blankets or whatever the case may be. I I absolutely fell in love with the species and I want to see more bigger, better, and greater things start to happen for them mm. because of how wonderful they are. And if somebody else can uh, uh, pick up the mantle that Muskie has, has, has laid down and carry it forward, then I would be just as, uh, I would be as supportive of them as I possibly could and, and would stand by and be uh, just as happy for them for any, ex- any success that they achieve. And I think the thing is with ferrets, it's not a competition. Like if, they wouldn't not buy your book if there was another book out there because every, all the ferret lovers there just be like, I want both right. now, thank you. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well that I mean, listen, that yeah, would be ideal good. if one if one <laughs> would lead to the other. Don't get me wrong. Um, but like I said, it's to me it's all about the preservation of the species yeah. and continuing to bring attention to the fact that these are spectacular, wonderful companion animals. Oh, and uh, and and I I am so so uh, grateful for everything that Muskie has, has brought the world that Muskie has introduced me to and, mm. and made part of my, my everyday life. Um, that leads on to one of the questions that I wanted to ask last episode, but didn't have a chance, was what advice would you or Muskie give to people wanting to adopt a ferret of their own? Um, well, first of all, don't be like me. And I'm <laughs> going to explain <clears throat> when I uh, first met Muskie, I uh, I had never wanted a ferret. I wasn't into ferrets. They, they weren't an animal on my radar. Mm-hmm. I, I had played with Muskie for 10 minutes at the shelter mm-hmm. and I fell in love. And I said, I am adopting this pet. All yeah. right. Now, had I walked into that shelter as a stranger, I never would have adopted a ferret to me. No way would I have adopted me a ferret. Okay, well, what do you know about ferrets? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, they are the cutest little rodent I have ever seen. They're not a rodent, but you know. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, uh, do you have a cage? 
No, I don't have a cage. Uh, do you know what to feed it? Absolutely not. I <laughs> was totally in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, for, obviously, they let me adopt it because I'm the chaplain there. <laughs> and, and they know me well enough uh, uh, and were confident in the fact that I would do everything uh, to uh, learn what I needed to learn to uh, accommodate Muskie and make her the mm-hmm. happiest animal that ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so don't be like me starting. That's the first thing that I could start with. Um, do the research. If you want to adopt a ferret, uh, and you don't have, if you have ferret experience, obviously, yes, by all means, uh, please, uh, adopt, don't shop. There are plenty of ferrets out there that are in need of good loving homes. Uh, too often, many people feel that, uh, like so many other companion animals that, uh, they're disposable, that they could just mm-hmm. be, all right, look, I don't want it anymore. Put it out in the backyard. It'll find, it'll find food. It'll find shelter. It's smart. It's smart. It'll be good. And that's not the case. These animals are, are 110% domesticated. And mm-hmm. uh, they do not survive or thrive on their own in the wild. Um, if you are new to the ferret world, make certain that prior to adopting, you do all of your research and know exactly what it is that you're getting into. Learn about the animal, learn about the species, learn their likes, their dislikes. I remember Muskie's first weasel war dance when I brought her home. <laughs> and I said, what the hell is she doing? Oh my God. I'm a... You know, it was just such a shock because I had never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked it up. I said, oh, she's dancing. This means she's happy, sweetie. It's okay. She's not trying to bite <laughs> us in the jugular. We're good. Uh, <laughs> You don't have to worry about waking up in the middle of the night with a crazy ferret on your face. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but it, but the thing is, though, is that it's about knowledge. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And what you know, you learn. And of course, listen, you are going to get 8,000 different opinions on what's the best food yeah. to feed, mm-hmm. what's the best type of cage, uh, should it be in a cage, should it be out of a cage, uh, uh, should you use what type of litter box to use, what, whether to use wee-wee pits. I'm not talking about those intricate specifics. I'm talking about not a general overall knowledge of the animal that you want to make part of your family and you want to make part of your life. You, mm. you, you just can't do it willy nilly. Um, and, and I did it really willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted I'm, I'm, I'm in a different position because I have, you know, the support of, uh, of a hundred employees and, and 400 volunteers mm-hmm. at the Monmouth County SPCA. That's not everybody's position. Um, mm. So, you know, get your cage ahead of time. Don't borrow the cage that the animal is in from the shelter because you're going to order one as soon as you get home, like I did. <laughs> you know, you, you need to, these are the things that you need to know. And then know what the animal's requirements are. Uh, yeah. be, I'm just talk, not talking about food and shelter and so on and so forth. The animals, uh, w- w- what does the animal need in terms of exercise, interaction, so on and so forth? Because that's how you create uh, longstanding relationships with your pet. Yeah. I also think that people need to know what to expect in terms of behaviour. I saw a post today which was someone asking, is it possible to put your ferret in your pocket and just take it to the shops with you, that sort of thing? I'm like, depends on the ferret. Some might, yeah. but most are just going to try and escape. Like like the expectations I, I know, I know of the animal. I can't just, do that. Yeah. I could probably do that with Muskie at this stage because she's older and much more relaxed. But I cannot do that with Stubby because no, Stubby would be young. popping his head up everywhere. He'd be going crazy. <laughs> exactly. But people have an expectation that it's like 
it will sit on your shoulder all the time and go for rides. And it's like, maybe if you're lucky. Some people have that experience, but most don't. Um, well, I'll, so I'll tell you, the best, is when I, the best is when Muskie goes into public places like that, Nairi. Yeah. Because people's reactions are priceless. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Muskie went to went to Michael's to have something framed for Stubby, uh, uh, Michael's craft. Uh, Muskie went to Party City a couple of weeks ago for Stubby's mm, first birthday so in order to buy some stuff. It's really incredible, and and people just walk up and down the aisles. You know, and all of a sudden <laughs> this little ferret goes running past them. Yeah, and and there I am following the ferret with a camera. Uh, and, and, people, and I tell them, hey, listen, it's a photo shoot. Please don't interfere. You know, and, and oh oh oh, really? So, and then people stop and they they happen to be fans and they want pictures and it's it's really flattering it's so much fun mm. um have you had anyone say no you can't have musky in the shop before or do no. they just say yeah sure <laughs> no but, you know listen because it's advertising uh mm. you know and i think that the and there's there's one truth of the matter is this party city got wonderful reviews because of this <laughs> michael's got wonderful reviews because of this if you want to be the jerk that doesn't let Muskie in to uh, wherever the place may be. Muskie will say, I tried to go to X, Y, and Z, but I was refused, you know, and you will get, you will, you will hear it from Muskie's fans all over the world. You don't let Muskie in. Uh, and and I, I would emphasize that uh, because no differently than people would want to bring their cat somewhere or want to bring their dog somewhere and they're allowed in. Well, guess what? My ferret can come in too. Okay. Mm. Like I said, it's not a rodent. Okay, it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's a mustelid. Yes, even if it was a rodent, if it was a famous rodent, why not? <laughs> a friendly rodent, sure. I yeah. mean, I'm all for it, but don't give me that old Department of Health thing that oh, it's a rodent, we can't let a rodent in. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. This is it's not, not a rodent. Wild rodent. Yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. So we're uh, <laughs> so I mean, everything. Needless to say, it's uh, it's just so exciting. When, when when we go and we do these things. Uh, and today was by far one of the most exciting days in Muskie's, uh, uh, Muskie's ferret empire. Uh, <laughs> I bet, really but we'll hold that on. <laughs> hold that off until just a little okay. longer. A little longer. Um, one of the questions that I had before from other people was, what is Dubby and Muskie's favorite activities or toys? At home, I guess, not okay. on her um, tours. Muskie's favorite toy at this stage is the uh, silicon rubber cover that was on uh, the Wii remote, and <laughs> and the uh, and when I had uh, when I had knee surgery and I was on crutches, you know the rubber on top of the crutch. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Those are her two favorite toys. She <laughs> loves to fetch the, the 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 rubber from the crutch and the silicone rubber from the Wii remote. Those are her two favorite toys. You got to remember, at this stage, Muskie is over six. At least yeah. we believe she's over six. Um, so she doesn't really like to play the same way that she used to. Mm -hmm. She walks around. Uh, you know, she's developing cataracts at this stage. Yeah. Uh, walks around, sniffs around, knows her environment, and is very happy and comfortable staying in her room. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I do everything I can. I make sure to get her up and get her out. So that she does get exercise and run around the living room and, and run downstairs in the ferret playroom. And then I'll, I'll throw the toys out in front of her and she'll grab them and hide them. But yeah. then after that, after doing that three or four times, Muskie's ready for a nap. Yeah. Um, I've had elderly ones before, but it's, 
and, and quite honestly, I'm ready for a nap too. We, we're both <laughs> Musky and I are on the same nap schedule, which is nice. Uh, Stubby, Stubby is much different. Stubby just turned one. Uh, you have to remember, I know exactly which we'll get into. I know mm. Stubby's exact birthday. So uh, Stubby uh, just turned one on March 21st for the spring solstice. Um, and Stubby loves to play and do everything. Loves mm -hmm. to run all around the house. Uh, loves to go in the garbage can in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. uh, loves to take a shower and go into the shower stall. <laughs> um, his four favorite, he loves playing with snakes on a stick. You mm -hmm. know, those cat snakey toys. Snakey toys are his absolute favorite, along with four rubber balls, okay. specific balls, mm -hmm. not any rubber ballie, these four specific <laughs> rubber ballies. I call them, I don't know if you are a, a Marvels fan, but I call them the infinity ballies because <laughs> they're four balls in four different colors, a pink, an orange, a green, and a blue. And Stubby will go into his toy chest grab the ball and run across the room with it and hide it in his spot. And then about 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, he'll go back to the basket, grab out another one of the balls, dig through it to find that <laughs> ball. All right. Because like I said, it's not, Nyri, it's not that he plays with all the other balls that happen. No, he doesn't want those balls. He wants this ball and grabs another one of the infinity ballies and hides it. And he does this all four times and then looks at me as if to say like, don't you have any more? And I have stubby. They don't make them in any more colors. That's it. This is, this is what they got. We'll write a request to the manufacturer to come out with another color. I don't know what to tell you. We'll work on yellow, I guess. But that's what those are Stubby's favorite toys. And Stubby loves running through the tunnels. Um, he has developing a very nice relationship with my cat, Sativa. Uh, he chases Sativa. And then Sativa chases him, leaps on him, jumps over him, and then Stubby chases Sativa the rest of the way. So that's really, really nice to see. Nice. Uh, and it's great exercise for him. Uh, <laughs> and I want to, he's, he's young, he's active. This is perfect. Um, so for people that are looking to adopt a ferret, uh, young ones, they're fun, they're exciting, they're, they're playful, their energy is boundless. Older ferrets, look, if you're looking for that, that ferret is just going to crawl up and, and watch TV with you. Uh, mm. An older ferret may be for you too. Uh, the, 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 the biggest heartache in, uh, with all of these animals, ferrets in particular, they don't live as long as we would wish. Yeah. Um, you know, the average life expectancy here in the United States is seven years. Uh, obviously, some live 10, some live five. Mm. Uh, but so when they're young and they're energetic, it's not as if they're young and energetic for so many years that you start and you say to yourself, Oh, I can't wait for you to get old and slow. Like me, uh, they get old and slow, unfortunately, really, really fast. So yeah. enjoy that young energy while you, while you can, because it's, 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 unfortunately it's not everlasting. No, it's not. I've got three that are starting to slow down now and they're four and five. So. Yeah. 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 The golden years, I, you know, <laughs> and, and people have even said that too, you know, musky, if, if for, for people who are fans, if they look back when Muskie first started her Facebook page, you know, Muskie was, to me, the most beautiful animal I have ever laid my eyes on. As fur as white as snow, full, beautiful mm. coat, such a nice, fluffy tail. And now 
she's for the most part, you know, three quarters bald. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, slow, uh, thin. Um, you know, is with age, age related, uh, uh, muscle wasting. Yeah. Uh, and and I do everything I can to make sure she eats as much as possible uh, to yeah. keep her going. And yeah. And when I have her out, she she moves around at a good pace. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, she used to beat me up the stairs. <laughs> we, we'd go, and that's not the case anymore. No. And this is this is what happens. The golden years, like they're not so golden. You know, getting old sucks. And the the one thing that we can learn, hopefully, from our pets, is how is how gracefully it can be done, because they they do it beautifully. They don't complain. They don't whine. They don't cry about it. They they mm-hmm. grow old gracefully. And I hope my hope is that people can can learn to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They just enjoy myself, what they can. Myself included, Nairi. Myself <laughs> included. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll complain a bit, but I'll try not to. <laughs> um, another question from listeners was, um, how can people help the vet, uh, the financial help thing that you're doing with the vet? Um, I forgot what it's called. So the Muskie Fund or whatever Muskie it was called. Foundation. How can they help yes. you? How can they help? Other than buying a book, me? can they actually, yeah, can they donate directly to the fund? Um, can, you know, I, I haven't quite set that up with Red Bank. When I started the Muskie Foundation, I, I want to explain this. I don't know if I explained it last time, but for those that are listening now, I'll explain it again. Sure. Um, there was a ferret that was at a pet store that was sick and needed medical care. And the pet store brought it to... Uh, Red Bank Veterinary Hospital, which is the only exotics animal hospital in the immediate area. Uh, And and just so you know, Red Bank is an incredible animal hospital. It's a 24 hour, 365 hospital. Uh, They have, they don't have an exotics veterinarian. They have four exotics veterinarians. They are a full scale medical facility. Um, So this pet store had brought their sick ferret uh, to Red Bank. And Red Bank had suggested that uh, the, 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 vet, uh, the ferret apparently had a blockage and they wanted to do surgery. And mm-hmm. the pet store will not pay that type of money for the ferret to mm-hmm. do surgery. They wanted to try to get this ferret to pass this on their own, uh, however they could, through whatever diuretics. Mm-hmm. And uh, Red Bank had called the SPCA to see if we had any type of fund to help out a ferret, an animal in need of surgery that they, that like in this situation. And of course we don't, you know, we, we, we need that type of money uh, to help our own animals that come into the facility. Um, well, of course, obviously I heard about it mm-hmm. as the chaplain. Uh, and I called Red Bank and I spoke with the, Dr. McCleary, who's Muskie's doctor. And I said, what happened with that ferret from that pet store will never happen again period if something like that happens again you tell them to sign the animal over and i will gladly take possession of it on behalf of the monmouth county spca Mm -hmm. and muskie will pay for the surgery in fact muskie will pay for the surgery of any ferret that needs life-saving surgery like this that their family cannot afford i am not going to let a ferret die because they can't afford this bill 
Mm-hmm. Um, then when I had, after I had stood on my, my soapbox <laughs> and made that statement, I said, you know, I, I don't know how much of this I'm going to be able to actually afford to do. Um, uh, so look, the pet store situation is obviously unique, but what we've decided to do, uh, Red Bank also happens to have their own fund uh, for, for animals that are in financial need. Uh, so what I did was, and so that this way also then didn't have to go through the trouble of setting up a nonprofit 501c3 here in mm. the United States. What I did was, is that I said, okay, if Red Bank has their fund and they are going to go through, let's say your finances, Nairi, to see if you qualify. Um, If you qualify for this fund, you automatically qualify for my fund, period. And -hmm. whatever the Red Bank fund gives, Muskie will match it 100%. That's exactly how we decided to do it. And Mm -hmm. it's worked out beautifully so far. Uh, you know, to date, it's only involved three ferrets. Uh, it's not often that there's a ferret in need of, and I won't use it to treat uh, adrenal disease. I yep. won't use the fun <clears throat> to treat insuloma. This is for life-saving surgery. This is an animal that otherwise is a normal, happy, healthy animal mm-hmm. that is going to die unnecessarily, that can be saved. Yeah. Uh, like I said, we've, we've done it for three ferrets. It's only been to the tune of like $2,700 so far. It's nothing overwhelming. Um and uh, if any, the, the, the way that this money is provided for this is out of sales of Muskie and, uh, Muskie's book and mm-hmm. Muskie's merchandise. Uh, I never created a special account for it. Um, I don't have to answer to a board of directors for it or anything like that. That's good. <laughs> if Dr. McCleary calls and Dr. McCleary says, we have a ferret that you can help, will you do it? Absolutely. And that's it. Because if Dr. McCleary is taking the time to call me about it, I know it's something that she feels very confident about. And I'm not going to question mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to ask to look at the medical records or go mm-hmm. over the the, the, the applicant's uh, financial information. Now, listen, you're saying it's good. I believe you. You have to believe and trust your doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it, it's it's uh, and, and if they've been approved for Save U.S. Pets, which is the Red Bank Foundation. How, who am I to argue any of this at this point? You've already been approved by a 501c3 who's going to give you the money. So mine is just a very simple, uh, a simple handover. Uh, hmm. It really is. And that's the way it goes. Now, ironically, I've done this for three ferrets. Um, and I will continue to do it for however many more needed. You know, I've only gotten thanked by one person. Hmm. That's actually reached out and thanked me. And the ironic part was it was the owner of the ferret that didn't make it. They're the ones who reached out and thanked me. And they actually said in their thank you, we are so grateful for what you've done simply because it gave us in a couple of extra days with our ferret that we otherwise mm-hmm. wouldn't have had. You know, obviously we would have loved for him to have stayed around for, for so much longer, but because of you, he was able to stay around with us just a little while longer. Thank you so very much. Yeah. And that's it. It's uh, Look, in life, you do what you can. Uh, Nobody, I'm not looking to move a mountain and I'm not expecting to move a mountain. But if I could move a couple of stones out of the way, that's, you know, if if everybody pitches in and works together, we'll get that mountain. We'll we'll move that mountain. But everybody's just got to do a couple of stones at a time. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And if I'm, I'm, I'm moving stones. You definitely are. Um, So 
So what you're saying is if people would like to help you out with that, they should be buying some musky merchandise? I yep. buy musky stuff because it okay. all goes into the same account. Uh, it's all used for the same purposes. Oh, wow. uh, and, and, with, and unfortunately, like I said, I only do this at Red Bank Veterinary Hospital. I would love to get to a point where this is a multi-million dollar venture <laughs> and uh, hospitals can apply for money from the Muskie Foundation from all over the United States and all over the world. That would be wonderful if I could do that. That's what uh, I was asking. I thought maybe if, you could have, you know, just donations come, as well. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to hold, I never want to hold up money. You know what I mean? That's not, uh, that's not necessarily going to be used. Okay. And that's the other thing too. It's, you know, I don't know when that next call is going to come in. Quite honestly, Nairi, I hope, I hope I never get a call again. You know, nice. uh, that, that'll make life that much easier. But the way that the way that this is all funded is from one account. And right now it's it's local in New Jersey, uh, here in the States for Red Bank Veterinary Hospital. And and the hope is one day is that it can go become national, if not international. And, really and help to save parrots from all over the world. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Mm. I think maybe some people should do similar things in their yeah. local vets different yeah, that would be great yeah. you know like Inspired i said by every, you. everybody does their little part we're good mm. we actually had a situation here and 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 uh i don't know how many people saw it on your end uh a woman had passed away in baltimore and uh her her child older child i don't know if it was a son or a daughter uh made a phone call saying yeah you know my mom died and i need uh you got to get her ferrets all right. Well, how many ferrets? 19. Okay. You know, 19 ferrets. And of course, you know, to me, I, I find it hard for anybody to be able to properly care for such a tremendous number of animals uh, to each their own. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I know that I have a hard enough time providing for the medical needs of musky and stubby, uh, a cat and two dogs. It's, it's, it's a lot. And to feed them properly and to house them mm -hmm. properly and to give them the time and the attention that they need. You know, this is more than one. There's a lot that goes on with this. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, of course, they were all banged up and all in bad shape. And the plea yeah. went out uh, for a fundraiser to raise money. And I called uh, the, the shelter, the rescue that actually had these 19 ferrets. Because I, I'm friends with uh, Bonnie Russell, who operates that rescue facility. Uh, and I called her and I said, Bonnie, tell me, what do you need? Let me know right away. Uh, uh, how much money you want? And she said to me, Matt, we're absolutely good. Hmm. We've gotten enough money raised that we're absolutely good. I don't need it. I know that when I do need it, I can call you and you'll give it. But yeah. I don't need it. And that to me, I just find that to be so gracious. Hmm. You know, because a lot of people would, oh, yeah, let me get, send another $500. Sure, whatever it takes, <laughs> just to put it in the kitty. And, and uh, the, the fact that she did not do that, uh, I, I found to be uh, uh, very rewarding. Mm. And if she needs it, if this comes up again, I, uh, hopefully it never comes up again. But if something unique comes up with any one of these animals in particular, a unique need, yeah, I will definitely kick in for that. Because that's mm. what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I've been noticing lots of people giving to GoFundMe's or whatever to help various ferret causes lately, and it's really heartwarming to see people helping other people. Yeah, that's it. And you know, I 
<clears throat> I think that so many of us, uh, uh, we, we see the innocence uh, of, in these animals' eyes. And uh, we see how <clears throat> loving and caring and, and reliant they are on us. Mm. How, do you, how do you not help them? And by helping, I, you said people helping other people. And quite honestly, you well, and I both know that people can be so complicated. And a pain the in people the who are helping the ferrets, to be more but specific. That's it. But in a, by helping these ferrets, we're also helping other people to, 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 to make life better for them. And that's mm. all. That's all. Well, speaking of making life better, I know you have been dying to talk about this. What happened today? <laughs> wow. What happened today? Um, well, I started the day with a beautiful lemon regatta cup pancake. It was mm. delicious. Um, uh, today, uh, tomorrow, uh, for those of you that aren't aware, right now here in the United States, it is 9.42 p.m. on the East Coast on April 1st. Uh, and this April is not an April 2nd, Fool's prank. What's that? This is not an April Fool's prank. This is a real this thing. This is not an April Fool's joke, no. In the United <laughs> States, April 2nd is National Ferret Day in this country, uh, which is a big deal to uh, uh, our, the American ferret people. It's a day that we get to celebrate our uh, animal companions that we absolutely love. Uh, it's a day that we get to recognize uh, everything that they mean to us. And it's a day for uh, recognition and understanding uh, and learning about the species. Mm. Uh, teaching people why ferrets uh, are the animals that we love the way that we do. Um, so here in New Jersey... Uh, we will not be celebrating National Ferret Day. I know, it's very, very shocking. <laughs> Instead, we will now be celebrating in New Jersey Muskie the Ferret Day. And this is not just something that I came up with. Uh, this is an official State of New Jersey resolution uh, put forward by Senator Vingo Powell. Wow. Uh, and... On, I, I wish that this were a, a video type of podcast. So well, you have to take a photo. It. I'll describe it. It is a beautiful A4, no, sorry, A3 certificate in a frame with a golden um, seal on it, bunch of signatures. Yep, all beautifully typed with a crest at the top, state of New Jersey. Yes, really well, fancy and official. I will, I will be more than happy to read <clears> it to <throat> everyone. Yes. As this is this. It's these type of things that make our hearts go pitter-patter. Absolutely. Whereas the Senate of the state of New Jersey is pleased to honor and salute Muskie the Ferret, a highly esteemed member of the Garden State's Mastidoli community Ooh. upon the felicitous occasion of National Ferret Day on April 2nd, 2022. And whereas... This important observance educates our citizenry on these extraordinary animals, and Muskie is being singularly recognized in appreciation of her tireless efforts on behalf of her species. And whereas domesticated thousands of years ago, ferrets made their way to our nation in the 17th century and played an important role by protecting grain stations from rodents, and the black-footed ferret is the only member of the species that is native to the United States and is among the world's most endangered animals. And whereas Latin 
Ferret in Latin means little thief, an appropriate designation, as these creatures are known to steal the hearts of their adoptees, including Maddie Giuliano, a retired mm-hmm. animal cruelty officer and chaplain for the Monmouth County SPCA, who first met Muskie on August 19, 2018, as he was performing new pet blessings during a Clear the Shelter weekend event. And whereas, after adopting Muskie and bringing her home, Maddie Giuliano discovered the joys of bonding with these warm, loving, and friendly companions, and has helped Muskie tell her story of abandonment and rescue in the children's book, My Name is Muskie, a Ferret Story, the proceeds from which are donated to the Monmouth County SPCA and other charities that support animals. And whereas, Muskie further demonstrates her dedication to her fellow ferrets through the Muskie Foundation, which in collaboration with Red Bank Veterinary Hospital helps pay for life-saving surgeries for ferrets, and she has entertained her thousands of Facebook followers through her daily posts. And whereas the strength and success of the state of New Jersey, the vitality of our neighborhoods, and the effectiveness of our American society depend in great measure upon our animal friends, as exemplified by Muskie the Ferret, who fills homes with love and provide people with companionship. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the state Senate, by the Senate of the state of New Jersey, that this house commends Muskie the Ferret, pays tribute to her meritorious record of service, leadership, and commitment, and extends sincere best wishes for her continued happiness. And be it further resolved that a duly authenticated copy of this resolution, signed by the president and attested by the secretary, be transmitted to Muskie the Ferret, signed by the state uh, Senate president and by the state Senate secretary. Wow. This is, is, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, a- the only other document in my mind as a U.S. citizen that compares to this is uh, the, the Declaration of Independence, yeah. uh, the Constitution, maybe uh, Lincoln's uh, 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 Gettysburg Address. I, <laughs> I don't quite know. But to me, this is, uh, you know, I mean, it could have. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all ferrets are created equal. <laughs> to me, it's to, I mean, to me, this is. This is just absolutely one of the greatest, most uh, loving, warm, wonderful things uh, that, that anyone has ever done for me. Mm-hmm. And, and most importantly, despite the, and, I, and look, I'm very, very, on a personal level, I'm very, very, very grateful and, and I'm elated. I mean, everyone that I run into and they say, so, hey, Matt, what's new? What's new? Let me tell you what's new. Do you know Muskie's being on it? I mean, I can't tell, ev- <laughs> I tell everybody you know you know you know uh so you know i mean i tell people who i i don't even know but you know like the guy who checked my coat at the restaurant here you go sir here's your coat do you know my ferret's being honored next week you know like it's whatever it takes because i'm just so happy and proud of it um you know it's really weird when you say that to the person at the grocery store and they say so you still have to pay for you, you still have to pay for your groceries you know i know your ferret's being honored but you still got to pay for these you know, um, but what's what's really most important about this is that I do not know. And if I'm wrong, I would love for somebody to correct me. 
I do not know any legislative body anywhere in the world that has honored a ferret before uh, like this. Mm. Especially if you on know, individual Nairi, ferrets. Please tell me. Haven't heard of any. But... <laughs> no. I mean, so this is uh, so important, uh, not, not so much personally as it is to be able to garner greater recognition for the species. I mean, we mm-hmm. sent out a press release on this, so hopefully there'll be a couple of articles about this. Hope so. And that it, it, it gives recognition to the species for how wonderful they really, really are, and that more people mm-hmm. should consider having a ferret in their lives uh, if they're looking for warm, loving uh, animal companionship. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's what's that's what's so great about this. Uh, you know, now people, more and more people, because of this, will know about National Ferret Day that didn't know about National Ferret Day before. That's yeah. what that's what matters here, you know? Well, I didn't even know about it until you mentioned it. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you didn't know about it in particular because you live in Australia. I know, you know but uh, we get so lots it's of... It's a little bit different for you, but, uh, you know, for, for, for us here in the States, it's, uh, uh, this, this, this is, I mean, listen, there's Christmas, there's Easter, and then there's National Ferret Day kind of, you know, uh, one of those type of things. Um, mm. I'd love for it to pick up here. That'd be great. Make it International Ferret Day. International, in, International Ferret Day. Now that it is something be. worth discussing. That is. I don't know who worth... decides these things, but. I, nor do Can I, I just declare it? No. Whoever is, if anyone who is in charge of declaring International Days is listening, please feel yeah, free sure. to contact me so we can make an International Ferret Day. You know, it's I guess then Muskie would have to go to Geneva to get something like this. <laughs> That would be great. So how did this come about? Like, did someone contact you first or who gave, who was giving who the ideas for this thing to happen? Well, yeah, the, the way that this came out, uh, you know, Muskie makes political endorsements yes. uh, at election time. But uh, Muskie does not endorse Democrats or Republicans or independents. Uh, Muskie does not hold any political party affiliation. Uh, Muskie is part of the Animal Welfare Party. Very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have a wonderful uh, animal welfare record, you will get Muskie's endorsement. And uh, it's not as if, like, I go down a whole slate of candidates. You know, I only endorse one candidate or maybe two in election cycle. Uh, and last, in November, uh, Muskie endorsed uh, Senator Vin Gopal. Senator Gopal is the senator in the district for the Monmouth County SPCA. Senator Gopal has a flawless animal welfare record. He has helped to generate thousands upon thousands of dollars in state funds to help the Monmouth County SPCA and other animal welfare groups uh, establish, uh, more affirmatively establish TNR within the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is supportive of everything that we do uh, legislatively, uh, politically, and socially on behalf of the animals here in the state of New Jersey. So I endorsed Senator Gopal. Um, my assumption is that he was exception, and he knows me, he knows my position. Oh, excuse me, I did not endorse Senator Gopal. I endorsed no one. Muskie endorsed yes. Senator Gopal. And Muskie spoke about Senator Gopal's wonderful record of service to, to the animals of New Jersey. Um, and I believe that this was his his simple way of saying thank you 
for his endorsement <laughs> because his uh, Democratic counterparts who he was running with lost their election, but he won his. Now, did Muskie have anything to do with that? Did Muskie sway the voter <laughs> tide in the state of New Jersey in his district? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, this was something he was so willing to do. And uh, I was so grateful for it. I really, really was to bring, you know, bring recognition to Muskie. Uh, he also has his own charity uh, and he bought several copies of Muskie's book to, mm. uh, to donate uh, to uh, under uh, underprivileged uh, children in the state uh, for the holidays, mm -hmm. for Christmas. Um, you know, when, when somebody buys 10 books or more for their charity or their group, whatever it is, I always give them the same discount that I would give a bookstore, which is 40% off the cover price. Wow. So he was buying, I mean, he was buying so many. Uh, I, I said to him, Senator, that's so kind of you. Uh, please uh, let me give you the same price I give Barnes & Noble. And he said, absolutely not. You donate all the money from uh, the proceeds from this. It'll be my honor to pay the full freight. Uh, how do we argue with that? Uh, he's such a wonderful, <laughs> kind, gracious man. Uh, he's an absolute gentleman. And uh, uh, we we... Not only am I grateful, I think the entire ferret community throughout the United States should be grateful that he went to such an extent, <clears throat> spoke to his colleagues in the Senate to have this resolution adopted. Yeah. That means an awful lot. It means an it awful does. lot. Mm. It speaks volumes about him as a person. Because, you know, there are plenty of senators, I'm sure, who otherwise would have said, you're out of your mind. And I'm going to cut it here. Sorry everyone, but this episode goes on for an hour and a half. Matty was very generous with his time. And last time the episode with him was really long and people told me that they needed to go and have a drink break. So please go and get yourself a coffee and come back or listen to the next episode next time you're in the car, whatever, however you listen to podcasts. Um, the next episode we'll be talking about more of Muskie's recognition and also things about the upcoming book so there's lots more to listen to have a break come back talk to you later the next episode will be released today <laughs>